west of Twin Peaks Radio back again. Take a break from the fa-la-las and the ho-ho-hos of holiday music. My gift to you this season is two hours of fresh music, not a jingle bell or reindeer in sight. This is a Grinch edition of West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Hello, hello, hello. MJ here again in San Francisco with another great episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I love the holidays and holiday music, but I'd much rather spend the next two hours spotlighting brand new music, putting a sonic button on 2023. And who better to feature as my guest artist than Oakland Skyway Man, a.k.a. James Wallace, whose new album, Flight of the Long Distance Healer, is a trippy journey to outer and inner space. That's Skyway Man from the new album, Flight of the Long Distance Healer. Hear a great conversation with James and dive deep into the new record coming up in my second Hyperlocal Hour. But first, a full 60 minutes of fresh music, starting with an alt-pop band out of Antwerp, Belgium called Tin Fingers. They've just released their second full-length album called Rock Bottom Ballad, a record filled with moody, psych-tinged tunes. It's a groove, so let's get right to this track off the record. It's called Hideout. Mm-hmm. 
I first discovered the artist known as Dora Jar right before COVID, and I've been increasingly impressed by her ever since. Come to find out that although Dora was born in New York City, her family moved to the Bay Area so that her sister, who has cerebral palsy, could go to the Bridge School, which is the same school Neil Young's son attended and the one Neil held the Bridge School Benefit Concert for annually. Those benefit shows inspired Dora to pursue her own musical career, and the rest is unfolding history. I played her newly released single, Puppet. Before that, you heard the song It Takes Two from Wisconsin five-piece band Hang Ten, and the show started with a psyche song hideout from Tin Fingers. This is MJ. Thanks so much for tuning in to West of Twin Peaks Radio today, featuring guest artist Skyway Man in my second hyperlocal hour. But there's still plenty more music to get to, including from Vallejo, born and raised Gabriella Wilson, better known globally these days as Her. She recently performed this song with the Foo Fighters on Saturday Night Live, but has now released her own solo version of the song. This is The Glass. I had a vision of you, and just like that, I was left to live without it, left to live without it. I found a version of love, and just like that, I was left to
love that soulful gospel-tinged song by the Black Pumas out of Texas. It was called More Than a Love Song, and you can find it on their latest album released in November called Chronicles of a Diamond. You're tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm MJ, spinning all these incredible new tunes today, including this gritty little blues song from New Jersey native Jonah Tolchin and featuring Black Crow and North Mississippi all-star guitarist and vocalist Luther Dickinson. This is Suffering Well. I can live on the tightrope I can walk on high cold I can perform miracles All because I know I'm suffering I'm suffering well I'm suffering I'm suffering well I don't need holy fountains I know I'm surrounded So many blessings I can't count them Cause I'm suffering I'm suffering well Oh, I'm suffering I'm suffering well
Cause I'm suffering, I'm suffering well Yes, I'm suffering, I'm suffering well Tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
Quite a solid debut song and album from Cologne, Germany-based singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist John Constantine. The song was When the Sky is Blue off the new album Black Bile. We still have plenty of time remaining in this first hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, but there's so much good music being released from Bay Area artists that I'm slipping in a few local tunes now, including this one from Ty Siegel, who was a SoCal kid who went to college up here at University of San Francisco and started his music career up here, so I'm going to claim him as a local. This is off his upcoming album, Three Bells, due in late January. Here's the first pre-release single off the record. This is My Room.
Community 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 Radio Community 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 Radio Community 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 Radio Community Radio for the San Francisco music scene BFF.FM Best Frequencies Forever
What a great mini set of local music. You just heard longtime San Francisco musician Anna Hilberg off her third full-length album released in late fall called Tired Girls. I played the title track off the LP. It's a great album, and I encourage you to find it and listen to it. I also played the new single, New Rules, from San Francisco trio Shogren, who call themselves more of a songwriting and production house than a traditional band. Before that, Oakland's Suzanimal and her new single called Games, off their new EP of the same name. And the set started with Ty Siegel and My Room. Remember, lots more local tunes coming up in my second hour, which also features today's guest artist, Skyway Man. But first, a couple more new tunes, starting with a live recording from Lisbon-based band Cavallo 55 and their song, Highs and Lows. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio.
great peg to my first 60 minutes of music today. That was Trippin' from Denver Swamp Pop Band, Root Beer Ritchie and the Rouvé. Before that, I played North Carolina band Chatham County Line with the song Magic off their new LP, Hi-Yo. And that brings us to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, today featuring guest artist Oakland's James Wallace, who goes by the project name Skyway Man. His new LP, Flight of the Long Distance Healer, is a sonic trip in more ways than one. It's a journey into outer and inner space, which James talks about in our conversation. We'll get to that in a minute, but first, let's hear the opening track off the album. This is The Holding On. How far did you stumble? Leaning on your goals. Now your eyes fix on the ceiling. Here comes a long lost feeling. Did drifting on turn? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Congratulations on Flight of the Long Distance Healers. I mean, if there was any time people wanted to blast off the planet and go figure out a way to heal themselves, now is a good time to do it. Is that kind of the narrative that you were thinking about when you were you were writing this album? Uh, always. <laughs> <laughs> connecting theme of all of my albums at least the last few the, the the process of making an album always begins with a lot of loose ideas and as they begin to come together i try to i try to 
think of a separate thread that connects them all. And a lot of the themes are similar, but this one, as they began to come together, I, re I began to reflect on this, uh, this relationship that I've had with a, with a man who's a, who's like a fringe spiritualist that I met through discovering some of his documents in a, in an abandoned, uh, motorcycle repair shop a long time ago. And thinking of, of, uh, just how I kind of became obsessed with finding him at a certain point and communicating, not actually that much communication. We, we have only, we've only talked in a couple of brief instances, but he's cast a pretty big shadow. Just his presence is sort of this like, uh, I don't know, like, like psychedelic mentor in terms of what it, what it leaves me with. In, in terms of inspiration. And so this album kind of, I, I realized like, well, what if, what if there's this, um, sorry, I've never really uh, articulated this before. <laughs> That's okay. That's um, okay. Uh, yeah. What if we shared a, a kind of like cosmic, um, nonverbal spiritual like communication over the scope of these like 10 years like, how would he have communicated to me how would i have communicated to him um and thinking of that as like it, it felt like a cool uh sort of like scope to to try to like tie a thread between a lot of a lot of strange songs <laughs> comfortable sharing the name of the the man who wrote these documents that you discovered oh his name is i think it's listed even on the album his name's also james his name's james sear c-y-r um so uh yeah and i don't know where he's at right now last i spoke with him i think he's mostly in arizona living on um the lm land did you say that his name is pronounced Seer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of karmic in and of itself. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's not lost on me. Uh, and it's not the first time I've written, uh, like, music with with him in mind. Um, I would say his the inspiration, our, our relationship, like, 
provides the inspiration for like the broader arc of this record. Do you feel like when you discovered those documents, it, it sounds like you just like happened upon them? It, you know, it was just again fate or karma happened upon them. Do you feel like that was a turning point in your artistic life? Huh? You know, I mean, the the musical influences and the and the the like scope of the style of music I wanted to make, I think, has slowly like been on the journey that has always been on. It it could just be mostly that after discovering them, I felt like I was given special permission to to just lean into things that I was already feeling like I wanted to I wanted to consider these ideas in in the context of creating music and not feel insecure about them and this was a way that it's just the, yeah this discovering the letters and then choosing to pursue the quest that unfolded just felt like a journey that I I didn't have to justify it just if I you know just felt like it's like a cosmic journey out to go you know find something or or whatever but when you do a close listen to it i find it's more of a journey inward yeah i agree <laughs> i mean it's all kind of a journey inward writing music and and telling a story and like trying like changing as you go through the process and, but I want it to feel like you're shooting out, you know, like I, I, that, like I'm, I'm all about trying to find dynamo and, um, and big, like largeness and scale. That's, I think, kind of one of the fundamental rules of Skyway Man as a project is that it, it needs to be able to go from really small to really big not necessarily like volume wise but just feel like that's what's like the the coming back and forth that's why a lot of songs kind of sound different from one another too well and and you know as as we've heard many times from like the apollo astronauts and people who have actually gone out physically gone out into space going out gives you a brand new perspective on where where you've been what you've what you've left and i felt that that was an important thing especially in this day and age when we're all right now so angry and distrustful and things are just 
not great right now on 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 our on our orb but when you leave it you recognize something about it that's worth working on agreed <laughs> 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 no, co no comment on this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. <laughs>
the broader Bay Area. The, the bus doesn't usually leave California, but it's been up to Portland and Seattle before. Anyways, I I connected with this group and really connected on a on like a deep songwriter um, and friendship level. And I love the spirit of going out and playing shows in this context. I had been living in Nashville for almost a decade and was feeling really bogged down with just like the the music industry culture that's really pervasive, no matter how you try to establish yourself or like live outside of it, it really gets into you. And there's a lot to be learned and there's a lot of positives from it, but it doesn't really, it doesn't really work as a healthy base for me long term or at least it hadn't at the time and I saw what was happening out there as just like a perfect escape and that through my own interest and their pulling me out eventually it just kind of happened I just kind of like took the leap and now it's been almost four years and I've been having a really good time. In 20 years nothing changed at all Still have the strip mall Don't have to wonder if the worst is behind I'll be 38 on the 4th of July You know, you say it, it's been almost four years, uh, you know, two and a half of those were COVID. Yeah, no, definitely. I, when we first moved out here, we were staying in an, an Airstream and it was, I was laying low, I was kind of taking it slow, just getting a feel for the place. And then, yeah, in less than a year, COVID hit and then then there was just like yeah year and a half not two years just things just being feeling really slow and honestly only the beginning of this year has it felt like we're in terms of music and music community has it felt like oh this is maybe what it's what it's supposed to look like out here i've talked to numerous artists who aren't as new to the area as you are who've been here a while and various ages as well and they're all feeling like since things have opened up since we've reached you know this phase of whatever pandemic or whatever it is that things are really exploding and collaborating in a really wonderful old school san francisco type of way uh right now and i i wondered what your feelings were about that since you're new to the area um it, ha it has been really it has been really nice I've, I've felt really supported. Um, I've discovered some really great artists in the past year. And I've, I've assisted with putting on really ambitious shows, non-conventional shows, and seeing how everybody comes together and collaborates on them. Really great. I think 
I still stand by the there's a whatever it is about the the appreciation of music here that meshes with the style of music that I'm playing it really still I still feel really excited about it and I hope I kind of just hope it kind of continues to grow great collaborator i mean on this album you you're collaborating with you know two of my favorite local local you know bay area artists which is kelly mcfarlane who i adore and vetiver um mm -hmm. but also you bring in aaron ray and spencer cullum did you know those people from before from before you moved out here or tell me about uh bringing in these collaborators yeah i've known Aaron and Spencer for a long time from living in Nashville, two of my favorite Nashville artists. And uh, I was really lucky to have gotten to record with Spencer on his first Coin Collection album, the one that came out in, and I can't, uh, years, maybe it was 2020. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he and I have really seen eye to eye, especially with our, you know, like love of old psychedelic Brit folk and um early pink floyd and all that stuff he's and when i get to when i i found when like playing with him and collaborating with him like we're both often doing exactly what each other wants each other to do whispered when you awake you'll be alone i see hands blackened by the frozen wind at the bowl of a kipper crying I rocked for hours in bed Until the warning of late morning light I lit smoke Off of the range Opened the garden door And spoke your name On the another Another meeting by the tree The speaking part just screamed Donovan 
to me uh, when, uh, you know, <laughs> Susan by the West Coast waiting, it, you know, and all these influences are just so put together so well in a modern sense. And tell me about your sonic influences. Yeah, I mean, you just named all of them. Not, I feel like they, I feel like when you listen to the songs, I mean, to me, they all feel worn on the sleeves in a way. I mean, there's no, I'm not really any shame in hiding them because they're, I mean, it's like the sea we're all swimming in. I'm not inventing anything new. I'm just putting it together um, in a way that feels inspiring to me based on the life of musical osmosis that's crept in that I've kept. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't thought, I definitely, I mean, there's definitely Beatles moments on that. Oh yeah, you're right, Pink Floyd moments in, in The Holding On. Like, definite bad finger energy. And, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of The Kinks, which I think shows in a lot of, I think Ray Davies has a similar vocal range as me. And by being such a big fan, I often kind of just try to like, I, I just try to like, when I'm trying to be a better singer, I'll listen to him and see what like else I can learn. Um, but yeah, I mean, I at this point, I, I'm not even so so conscious of the specific influences I'm taking in. But when it's done and I go back and listen to it, I'm like, okay, that's yeah, I see what I did there, kind of thing. I'm also my worst, my own worst enemy when I'm making my own. I, I almost like producing other folk music more for the fact that I, I'm able to maintain a better, uh, you know, like bird's eye view. And I like, I like to avoid all of the pitfalls that I can fall into myself when I'm making my own music. Because when I'm recording an album like Skyway Man, I don't typically use a producer. I would be really fascinated to try to do it someday. It's just never made sense at, at this point yet. And, and so when I'm in the studio, like producing my own music versus producing somebody else's, I can, I would probably, I can appear as a very different person. Like I can come across probably far more organized, less certain less um yeah just more like ready to chase a wild rabbit hole well I, i'm comfortable with that it's just the way it is and uh i'm always trying to get better at it but yeah in the studio recording my own music 
I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a wild experience. My, my, I always am just trying to surround myself with the absolute best musicians and individuals who I trust the most, who I can offer sort of like self-starting mechanisms for them to produce so their own parts and their own like journeys. Um, but yeah, and it, and it also makes producing other people after the fact that much more fun. Are you going to be touring this album? Yeah, I hope, hope so. Um, I mean, I we have uh, I'm, I'm opening for my friend Trey Burt on the West Coast in late January. I think we're playing the chapel. I don't I have to double check the date. Uh, so we're doing a couple we're doing a couple weeks on the road, and then I know in later 2024 I think we'll do a you know God willing a bigger headlining run maybe across the states and maybe in Europe too uh, if we're lucky. Burn the old world, cursed its nightmare Stop where at when day began Kill the ghost behind you While that moment called brothers in you Thought you would die Picked an empire, traced the outline with stolen pen Hung it high upon your wall Drank up the prayers guest artist segment is going to air in December so you know I'm, I'm getting kind of end of the year vibes and I'm having end of the year thoughts about for me you know wrapping up what I've learned this year and what I want to take into the new year and I think one thing that I was thinking most often when I was playing this album is do something good as as a way to wrap up one year and move into the next. And I wondered if you could expound a little bit more on that song for me. I'm maybe not always a, a keen on writing songs with distinctively clear messages that are like worn on the sleeve. Uh, this was one that kind of just felt like it had to be completed, had to be resolved. And I, in a lot of ways, it's like my, it's maybe the song I'm the closest to on the record. 
I remember when it when I realized that it was the last song on the record. Like when I realized that's where it belonged. It was kind of like, huh? Okay, cool. That's no, perfect. It it was a real nice, you know, button to the journey that the album went on. Thank you. <laughs> and again, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Of course, you too, MJ. Take care. Yep. Bye. Bye bye. What a great message as we set to close out 2023. That was Do Something Good, the closing track off the new Skywayman LP, Flight of the Long Distance Healer. Huge thanks to James for taking the time to chat about the new album, which is available now at all the usual places. Remember, buy it and support local music. If you want to catch Skywayman live, he'll be at the chapel January 27th. And James also has a bi-monthly experimental music show called Rewards Program at the Little Hill Lounge in El Cerrito. It happens every second and fourth Mondays from 9 to 11. So check out some great local instrumental and improvisational music there. This is MJ, and you're listening to the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, with about 25 more minutes of fresh local music to go, including this one from Oakland's King Dream, who's got a new LP coming in January, and who'll be also a guest artist on this show in January. This is a great teaser of a single. It's called Past, Present, Future.
Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, Independent Community Radio in San Francisco.
new music from San Francisco band The French Cassettes. You just heard their new single, Baseball Bat. You can also catch them live at the Rickshaw Stop January 5th. Before that, I played San Francisco four-piece jangle pop band The Umbrellas and Echoes off their upcoming new LP, Fairweather Friend, coming January 26th. They just wrapped up a California tour supporting the Lemon Twigs, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are more shows in the offing as they prepare to release their album. One of my favorite albums of 2023 came from East Bay Group and former guest artist Maya Elise and the Good Dream, but they've blessed us with this new Death Cab for Cutie cover song as an end-of-the-year gift. This is Soul Meets Body. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio.
What a beautiful long set of local music as we wind our way to the end of the show. I just played former guest artist La Palma, the bi-coastal duo of Chris Walker and Tim Gibbon with their new single, After All This Time. Before that, another former guest artist, the wonderful Asha Wells, and her new single, Impermanent Eye. And the set started with Maya Elise and The Good Dream and their new cover version of the Death Cab song, Soul Meets Body. And that about does it for this edition of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'll be back in two weeks with a special show playing lots of my favorite 2023 local music with clips from some of my favorite guest artists this year. And I know I said I wasn't going to play any holiday music, but I'm closing today's show with a special song recorded for West of Twin Peaks Radio back in 2020 during a heavy COVID lockdown and lots of uncertainty. It certainly still strikes the right note today. This is violinist Justin Olette, accompanied by his wife, soprano Anne Moss, and their remarkable version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, recorded in an Oakland closet turned studio. Until next time, be well, be happy, be kind. Peace. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be Tide Bay Next year
Happy go.